Ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between, welcome back to Destiny Lore Audiophile. You join us for the chilling conclusion of our tale, where the twisted nature of the Glycon Volatus is brought to the center stage. This is part two of Captain's Log. Our voice talents include Robert Herrera as Catopasis, Maya Shepard as Gilgamesh, Tom Hayes as Bartaron, Rindal Zevis as the Locus of Communion, and Moonvald as Kinzig. Links to the actors' Twitter profiles will be available in the episode's description. And now, without further delay. This page is blighted with mold and the imprint of a memory. The words seep experience into your open mind. Trudy eyes of catabasis. Restless sleep plagued by the nightmare. I'm in the streets and the sirens start. I lay watching the traveler for a long time. Disbelief, the gap in the thought of a semi-automatic mind. Red Legion sweeps. I see their hair and fuselades tear annihilation tree to tower. Everyone is standing but me. Debris falling. I am separated. I reach for Gilgamesh and he is gone. The cage chokes Hartlight. Fire chases me from street to street. No light, no ammunition. The city is burning. Faceless zephyrs screaming to me beneath a pitiless god. Red plated death lines the walls and the city is burning. I flee. I flee, I flee, I flee. I flee. My steps weighted down by guilt. The city is burning, and you did nothing. Gil's broken star finds my shame. There is only us forging survival. Together, we crawl to exile. Frenetic scroll linked in the margin reads. Nightmare's back. Took months, but it always comes back, in force this time. Every night since we took on our cargo, they've been howling. I swear, they're three decks down, and you can still hear them. Gil's been wandering the ship more. Time to start making go bags. I uh, think I'll carve out a spot near the hangar, opposite side from Ginzik's lab. Place is swarming now. This page is blighted with mold and the imprint of a memory. The words seep experience into your open mind. Trudy eyes of catabasis. Callus's tomb carriage overlooks the viewing chamber once again. All his forms stand around a garish mass of metal and apprehension. The crown as he called it. Fewer crew members attend this communion after so many failed attempts. 
Gilly and I stand above a host of chattering carcasses. Plugs and cables run from them into the flesh of an ether-locked scorn beneath an ugly crown. The gold from the castellum is flush with tarnish, stemming from some kind of lichen that had burrowed its way into the precious metal adornments since last communion attempt. A taut gold doesn't stain. It's an expression of, uh, purity. Like the light? Hmm. Gilly fixates on the crown, on the viewing window, and the depths beyond. Are all guardians ruled by uncertainty? Bato takes the spot next to me and leans against the railing as the counselors approach the crown. Bato, in my experience, people who are too sure of themselves tend to die. The counselors place their hands on the crown and suddenly I am greatly aware of this room's stillness or tilt. Your ghost speaks to the scorn as much as they can. Garys, that's all. Looking for an angle. Something we can use. Ain't that right, Gilly? I try to hide my suspicion. Gilgamesh says nothing. Iris, frozen ahead as the viewing curtain completes its retraction. Velocity surges forward to the anomaly, tearing away at the surrounding reality. The sound of Callus's feverish multifold laughter drowns the hole's groans for mercy. It's different this time. Not a passage. It's a wall. It crash hard, but not all at once. It's a steady, tumbling impact. Always down. The cosmic bands bend around us and shudder as they're drawn into tin, bright needles of diminishing relevance. Peripheral obliteration mainlined in burnt true. The space between each needle and light expands until it is. The transition is like a reluctant membrane, a depth of souls frozen over a wheel. The ice grinds against itself at the ecliptic barrier between form and expression. We cross, sunless, adrift on empty currents with no direction. Where's the Emperor? Frenetic scroll, inked in the margin, reads, I keep an offshoot of the hangar locked. If no one's using it. This page is blighted with the mold and the imprint of a memory. The words seep experience into your open mind through the eyes of an empty vessel. Dormant. Bound. Threat. Storm outside. Rain soft thirst. Flashes show shapes. Shapes I 
whispers reach from me to all as Through to it to check Kinzik's feed. Needed somewhere to listen. This page is blighted with mold and the imprint of a memory. The words seep experience into your open mind. Through the eyes of catalysis. Weeks bleed away. Nato grunts as he throws a crushed scorn into a tangle of festering dark tendrils. These fungal growths had grown across the glycan during the timeless expanse since their plunge, and only continued to spread. Where is your ghost? I sputter as I pull a ragged blade from my gut. Uh, I don't know. I'm fraternizing somewhere. I'm here. What do you need? Ah, uh, fewer uh, holes. The rest will feel their deaths. How much farther? <laughs> Assuming the ship hasn't shifted again, not far once this one gets up. Is Kinzik certain severing the crown will send us back? I hold up an Imperial security key. It'll work. We better not have dug up this command key for nothing. You said it was to stop! The scorn! Stopping them doesn't matter if we don't get out. I pledged my life to Callus, and you want me to forsake him? I know a thing or two about abandonment. 
He used you to get what he wanted just like he used me. He's gone, Bato, and we're close to follow. Where does that leave your bloodline? I stand as a weaver extaglycon. It isn't something you see, more like a light bulb bursting. A long blink before the pins and shivers wash over. Numb. I can hear it moving through the ship like cold metal tension. A tree scorn snap and contort in grotesque reanimation. You're welcome to stay, Skullcracker. We make it to the ship's bridge, howls tracking us down every hole. I seal the door with the command key, and meet Kinzik beneath the command console at the entrance to the viewing chamber. She stands encircled by fifteen loyalist soldiers. This is everyone? Kinzik nods. I insert the command key into the viewing chamber door. After a moment, pistons disengage and the door opens. Kinzik focuses for a moment. Her voice rings from her. Empty. We enter the viewing chamber. The soldiers take up positions around the room. Bato strides past the darkness-infested crown and drops to his knees at the open viewing window. He stares into the endless as I walk to his side. How do we choose who deserves our loyalty? Everyone's got their own way. No one's right. You don't owe anyone anything, Bato. Kinzik signals that she is ready. As I approach the crown, I watch her eye trace the scorched handprints of each counselor that last communed here. Shrieks echo down the steps leading to the bridge. Metallic scraping heralds the flame. I will do this so that others may live. I did not intend suffering, but should have expected Callus's deceit. Ambition to steal away his secrets damned us all. Get us out of here and we're square. She plants her next words into my mind as she places her palms on the crown. I will, because you do not belong here. Velocity surges backward into infinity, tearing away the surrounding reality. We stand in nothing, seventeen defenders back to back around Kinzik and the crown. The shrieks grow louder, and through the winds of bending steel, the trembling flesh of scorn pour into the nothing with us. Slug rifles unleash a salvo in all directions from behind the handful of phalanx shields. Tearing line after line, scoring down with explosive force. Incendiaries step forward to cremate the remains between worlds. I had my guns line, dropping raiders before they can align shots on our ring and slinging void wall grenades to stem the flood. Kinzik screams, straining to sever the link as the lichen trashes against dark waves. Blackfire scolds her hands as nothing twists around us. We fight until the floor is lined with dead scorn and empty magazines. The shrieking recedes. Scraping metal echoes through the viewing chambers as a wave of darkness tremors through the blanket. Every unburned scorn ceases and begins to reconstitute. Soldiers panic and fire into heaps of riding bodies, hoping to stop the process. In the chaos, lightning rips through the air. 
cutting through tree legionaries and rupturing an incendiary tank. The blast kills seven. Circle Titans. They return fire in the direction of the lightning and are met with two fetid abominations. They burst into the chamber and rear back with crackling fists. I charge one, slipping into the void to draw blades from its sheath. Bato snatches a phalanx shield, resting at his feet and challenges the other. Its bolts break on the shield. My remaining guns hurried on with slugfire until we closed the gap. I crit through the hands and head, and then pivot to see Bato driving his shield into the other's face. Kinzik cries out. I spin on my heel to see her engulfed in black flame in the cosmos racing around us. She spreads her pain to us to hold on a few moments longer. To no avail. I look back at Bato. Deeper past him. In the nothing. To the hulking silhouette dragging a flaming sensor, and I know this. This is where we die. Frenetic scroll, inked in the margin, reads Get out a hideaway under the knife. Stowed some lab tech nearby. This page is blighted with mold and the imprint of a memory. The words seep experience into your open mind, through the eyes of Catabasis. It didn't work. Truth be told, I have no way of knowing if Kinzik even finished what she was doing. Gilly said it took days to find a safe place to bring me back. The big one they all follow is hunting for him. I make a task of committing the Cabal bodies to burial. The costs are heavy, and I don't get everyone. Me, try to keep hidden. Using the smuggler's hovels where I stashed go bags across the ship. All it takes is one of them seeing you. Been keeping track for... What I think is a month, three months, uh, the waves are random. When one hits, it rearranges pieces of the ship and I have to find my way again. Gilgamesh is becoming more distant, talking less. He wanders off for days at a time. So far, he always comes back. When I die, I dream of a city burning. Death dreams are a first. Hmm. When I wake up, I don't know how long it's been, and Gilly won't say. There have been a hundred lives between this and the last one I remember. I live in a charnel house. Get up! Why? There's nothing to do but starve. Giving up again? You'd rather I just left you here? I'm not giving up. Just... Take my light and hold it until... Until there's a way out. 
You know, I used to think we were the way out. Us, together. But we're just stuck in another cycle. There's nothing to eat, Gil. You don't feel the emptiness gnawing at you. Promise you'll leave me be until we're out. Gilgamesh looks at me for a long time without speaking. I close my eyes. I promise. Frenetic scroll inked in the margin reads, Maze events. And somewhere in there, that fungus crap keeps blocking my path. This page is blighted with the mold and imprint of a memory. The words seep experience into your open mind. Through the eyes of Gilgamesh. I linger on the corpse of my once guardian. I've hidden his shame for so long. I believed it was my obligation to be the warmth when his fire died. But now... I see that obligation was a leash to keep me tied to life. It is a cold, coiled, choking reality. And I will hang, gasping from it no more. See, the truth, the whispers had offered... I saw it in every moment suffered aboard this vessel. A microcosm of violence extrapolated to the world beyond with only one escape. Soon, Katabasis would know it too. Scorn onlookers surround us. I raise Catabasis. He kneels before me, his rifle beside him. Gilly, what is this? A way out. I won't carry you anymore. You're abandoning me? Catabasis looks to the scorn, his rifle, his go. No. No longer. Not his. Not the Traveler's. Not anyone's. I share the truth he wants to forget as the scorn encroach across disjointed hallways. I sacrificed everything to keep you moving forward. Guided you to every power you needed to survive. And for what? It never ends anything. There's always more. You said you wouldn't. You, the traveler, you've kept me trapped in this death mill. Now it's time to set us free. What does that mean? Sever our light or They'll whip you apart for a thousand lives. You... you... you wouldn't. He does not understand. Your deaths are heavy, Katabasis. 
but I'll bring you back as many times as it takes for you to learn. You don't think I feel pain? You don't think I'd suffer while you're hiding in your limbo? I did everything you asked me to. You left! You left me here! You left me in this city! Made me turn away from the traveler. We're like the scorn in those tanks, drowning in panic, confusion, forever! The city was burning and I wanted to live. Everything was so... so we could live. He still didn't see it. This place is no different than Saul. A barrel of blood. There's no reason to go back. Now the light is burning. We can survive this. Please. I don't want survival catalysis. I want salvation. It, it got to you. You can end this. For both of us. It's your turn to sacrifice. Everything you say is a lie! Lever to action. Shot to nothingness. Ghost to dead memory. Frenetic scroll inked in the margin reads Water under the bridge Flooded with bodies waiting to stand again in the next wave Be careful